Golf and rock and roll, not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway, don't want no hackers to get my way. The boys and me got big NASA going, we will fall to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on ESPN 1080. Team. Hello, Orlando. This is not Holly G speaking. This is Rich B. I'm here with uh, Jay Golden. We're in the Caddy Shack. It's just Jay and I tonight. Holly has some issues she needs to take care of. And if you're on the fairways of I-4... Watch out, there's a little blue Tiburon with Jerry O'Neill in it. If you see him with uh, steam coming out of his ears, he's a little upset about uh, the Magic losing last night. And uh, he, he's on his way home, so look out. No Portland. kidding. And, and, you know, Jerry is the sweetest, great uh, Jay Golden here and the sweetest, greatest guy in the world, my best friend who I only see once every four months. But he has road rage. He does. He, uh, can you beat, imagine? He'll curse. He'll, <laughs> I mean, that, everyone has their button, and that's his. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, they took down. a tough loss. That would be the magic last night. And uh, O'Neal's on the road, so uh, beware. Uh, it's not easy following up Tuck and O'Neal, by the way. And uh, we're talking golf. We're here on uh, ESPN Radio 1080. Jay Golden, what do you got for me? Well, some people think that... Uh, Tiger is back because he shot 62. I, you How know, about that? That was a great number. It, it was a great number, but he's still very inconsistent. You know, he almost missed the cut. He, <laughs> he birdied his 35th and 36th holes. He went birdie-birdie to make the cut by two. Hey. If he goes par bogey, he misses the putt, <laughs> and then everyone says, Tiger will never win again, he'll never make another cut, and he's getting an assistant pro job at a mini golf course. But... He makes the cut, and then his third round was shaky, but he certainly got hot his last round, which is good to see. It's good news. It's great for golf. But for those of you that betting the farm that Tiger will win all four majors this year and a total of 81 majors in his career, take a chill pill. Now, that's not going to happen. But anytime you can shoot uh, 62 on Sunday, you know you're going to catch up to the pack. And almost, uh, you know, he was probably sitting in the clubhouse Waiting for uh, Rory to uh, bogey. You never know. On the bear trap, which was kind of fun to watch. On that course. And Rory, uh, you know, he disappoints me a little also in that uh, he's following, I think, in the footsteps of this modern idea of getting unbelievably strong and muscular. Maybe he wants to meet more girls. I don't know why he's doing that. But he's getting all this muscular and also his swing when he first came out. I thought was one of the great swings because it was arms, arms back, arms through, very aggressive. I see more body getting into the swing now. This modern thought of big muscles and swing with your body. He missed a lot of greens. You know, he got up and down, I think it was 21 out of 24 times. How's that? That that's, doesn't hurt. That's, uh, that's you know, a professional part of the game. Now, if you're going to hit it all over the park, you better be able to get it up and down. And we will say this about Rory, his tennis game, is not up and down. Did you yeah. see that? He was in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's not a bad little show, huh? He was had a busy 48 hours there. Well, he's uh, he's great. Uh, 
I love his putting stroke. His arms go through so far. I mean, that's my putting stroke. No wrist, not the one I do, but the one I talk about. No wrists going back or through. And swing it with your arms. Do you see how far his arms go past his body going through that? That club head is square for about 40 yards, maybe a little less. You know, and he's fun to watch. Graceful, very nice, good uh, good person. And, uh, you know, uh, he was up in New York. He flew down here, so now he's ready. I think uh, his tennis girlfriend, you know, girlfriend, gal, whatever, yeah, yeah. came with him. What do you think? Is she going to be, I don't in, know. The, I, she I know be that in the crowd? I, I heard someone say that they gave up tennis when they found out making love was not scoring. <laughs> oh, but in terms of tennis, what about Sergio? Did you see his tennis game? He's playing tennis. Rory's playing tennis. Jack used Nicholas... When he wanted to relax, he played tennis. And I Sergio has got some tennis game now. I've seen that before. But without any further delay, let's go right to Bob Herrig. The Bob Herrig? Bob Herrig is the senior sports writer for ESPN, and uh, he's kind enough to uh, give us a couple that minutes. Hey, Bob, nice. Bob, you there? I am here. Yes, sir. How are you guys? Hey, it's Jay Golden and Rich Bianco in the studio tonight. You know, Holly's got some uh, issues going on. and uh, But she wants me to carry the torch, uh, you know, in fine fashion, uh, Bob. Uh, where are you at? What do you got? Big shoes to fill for you guys. Um, I'm at the row and uh, just getting ready to do this again tomorrow. And we're sort of at a, at a, uh, at a good time right now in golf. There's been a lot of fun stuff happening. Uh, lately, and uh, so we got some really great field, obviously, World Golf event with all the top 50 players, so this, uh, this ought to be interesting to see uh, if, if this sort of uh, high level continues. Talking about high level, did you have the breakfast buffet at Doral? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did not. Oh. No, I did not. But, but maybe I should check it out one day this week. I thought you knew something about golf, but... Uh... My opinion has totally changed. You go to that breakfast buffet, and uh, number one in the world, Doral. I will check it out. Sounds like a good idea. Good. <laughs> hey, let's sort this out, uh, Bob. Now, there's a wicked rumor going around that um, uh, our, our, our uh, you know, you're fired, uh, what's his name, Mr. Trump, has bought uh, Doral. What? He has bought Doral, yes. Uh uh, the uh, reported price was $150 million. Which, um, I don't know a whole lot about millions of dollars, but uh, I'm pretty, pretty, I think I'm pretty fair to say that he got a bargain uh, because, um, you know, a, a golf resort with four golf courses and, and the kind of property that they have here and however many hotel rooms and, you know, the land, I'm guessing that, um, the previous owners paid a bit more, but they were in bankruptcy, and so he got a deal, and that's usually what he's all about. And is it going to be called the Trump Doral? You know, that's a good question. I, I mean, it's to know what they call it, because it's right now it's a TPC, TPC Blue Monster. That's a licensing thing. You wonder if that remains. But all of the golf courses that he has done or that he owns have his name on them in some fashion. Hard to imagine that um, you know that, that he won't do that, but yet he take off the name that's iconic. And I don't want to mention that in Brooklyn, New York, I grew up in Trump Village. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, 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 you know, we, we make fun of Donald Trump. I mean, he's been obviously very successful with this kind of stuff, and uh, he's planning 
major renovation of the place, and they're, they're not going to touch the Blue Monster until a year from now, um, after next year's WGC event. But, um, you know, it's funny. I don't know if people, people in Florida who follow might know this or realize. You know, this golf tournament has been here since 1962. And uh, back in the day, it used to be one of the most feared layouts there was. I mean, uh, I think if you check the records, I'm doing this off the top of my head, but the winning score the first year was 500 par. And to get around this place and the wind and in the middle of nowhere, out way out west of Miami, back then that's how it was viewed. Uh, you know, it was a hard golf course. The 18th hole was treacherous. Now it's probably the easiest course they play in Florida. I mean, I'm guessing the winning score will be anywhere between 15 and 20 under. Uh, it's really been relegated to more like the par 69. Par fives are reachable. Um, you know, you, you kind of got to make your hay there. So they're, they're going to do some things. I think popping up a little bit. And uh, although that, the average guy, I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's very easy. Uh, but uh, anyway, it's uh, it's to me to see what impact he does have at a place that's pretty famous already. Well, you know, uh, okay, let's go right to the uh, the golf tournament itself. Enough for uh, Donald Trump. He gets his uh, horn tooted <laughs> plenty. Um, you know, uh, okay, so uh, interestingly enough, they've got McElroy, Luke Donald, and uh, Lee Westwood as a featured pairing. That sounds like uh, uh, there might be a little anger in that group right there. Well, you got yeah, one, I mean, one, two, and three, anyway, uh, in the world. They've actually grouped the the... I believe the top 24 in the world that way. So one, two, and three, four, five, and six, and so on. And uh, for the first two rounds, and you know why not? It seems uh, like a thing you ought to do at a world golf event like this. And um, I think that's uh, that's probably good for the spectators and for the tournament. Uh, I believe Tiger is playing with uh, Sergio and Nick Watney which I believe would make them 16, 17, and 18, tied with 16th in the world uh, right now. So, um, yeah, good. It's good. I, and, and obviously, it's made a big deal out of Rory going to number one on Sunday, but he's not secure there. Luke Donald could win this week, and he'd pass Rory right back. Same with Lee Westwood, depending on circumstances. So, you know, uh, as great as Rory has been of late, he, he's got still some work to do to my feeling about these world golf events when they first started i know greg norman wanted to start this to get all the best players in the world and that it would bring a lot of interest personally i'm not sure that it actually does bring additional interest yes there are a few more good players that come to one event but i don't think that people are going oh great there's a world golf event all the people are there all the great players you know it certainly doesn't compare to a major i think then in some ways it's there's no cut. It's it's easier to win an event like this than it is a normal event. Do you think that it really has taken off in the public's eye? I I, um, I agree with a lot of what you said right there. Um, you know I do it's, I do think the match play is neat. The world you know, the WGC match play. I like that format for for this. Uh, I, I, I wish they might do it differently to keep people around longer, but I think that's a good world golf event. This one and the Bridgestone are glorified, really, I'm sorry, they're glorified money grabs. Uh, they're short fields. They ought to be bigger fields. Uh, there ought to be a cut. If you, if you 
want to make it so that even if you miss the cut, you get paid. You know, to add that specialness to it, to make sure everybody comes, especially guys from way around the world, I, I, that wouldn't bother me. But have a cut. They'd have more players. The, the key times tomorrow start at 11 a.m., and they run until 12.50. Guys off of both teams. I, just, I, I happen to think that's lousy for the spectator. You know, back in the day, the, the, the Doral event of past was key times from 7 a.m. till 2. And you had golfers playing all day long. I mean, I think it loses something uh, this way. And, and you're right. I'm not sure that the public has caught on. You know, people know Tigers won 14 majors. I doubt they know he's won 16 World Golf Championships. This is a pretty incredible number, but nonetheless, it's just, um, it's not, uh, I don't know that, that the fan notices as much. And also, you know, I think it's, in, in a way, these tournaments have hurt other events. You've got everybody here, the top 50 in the world. So that means that they can't possibly all play next week or, or, or they couldn't all play last week. And it hurts the tournaments around them. You know, guys can only play so much, and it's, it's almost dictated that you're going to play one, and the tournaments around it are going to suffer. So your point is a good one, Jay. I mean, it's... Uh, you know, on come Sunday, I'm not sure we're talking about who who all the top players are. We're talking about who's in contention, and uh, I, I still think they could do some more tweaking to this. All right, Bob. Hey, we just have a couple more minutes left. We're talking to Bob Herrig from ESPN's uh, senior sports writer. And uh, okay, Bob, this is it. This is where we put you on the line here. Uh, Bob, uh, who are you feeling this week? Well, uh, you know, I said before the year. <laughs> did these predictions, when would Tiger win? And I said it would be a Doral. Um, I thought that uh, he'd have a bunch of tournaments under his belt by this point. Um, he would have had time to get that much more work done on his swing, and he'd be going to a place that he knows well and he likes. All the, all the other golf courses he's played this year, except for Pebble Beach, but there's two other courses involved, You know, he's really not been that comfortable or familiar with. Uh, last week was the first time he played Honda. Abu Dhabi had never played. Uh, he's not really liked that course in Arizona, the match play. They've moved it to a new venue in 09, and where he, when he won that tournament, it was a different venue. So here he is at a place where he's won three times. He's played here five, six, eight times in his career. He knows the golf course. Uh, and now he's coming off that nice score the other day. I, I think... Uh, you know, maybe this is the week he gets it done. I think so. I've I've gone with Tiger, and I'm going to stick with that. So you say there's a better chance of Tiger winning this week than Dwight Howard staying with the Magic? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, that's a tough one actually. But uh, the, the, in the end, maybe maybe both happen. <laughs> All right, hey, we're talking to Bob here. Appreciate it, Bob. Thank you so much. We'll be talking to you next week. And uh, you're listening to the Golf Insiders, 1080 ESPN Radio. Thank you. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. 
Fields BMW, Windsor Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release at impact and increase your distance with the full-release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full-release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. 321-303-9684. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he shanked that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. Welcome back. You're on the fairways of I-4. Watch out. Tuck and O'Neill are out there driving around somewhere, and they're mad. The Magic lost last night, and uh, we got to get that team to play a little bit better. Jay, uh, you know I'm uh, over at Hunter's Creek, and you know it's busy. Busy like crazy over there. Really? Very busy, and uh, they got some pretty good rates over there. So if you're shopping rates... And uh, you think the local has been left out of the uh, golf scene here in Central Florida? Check again, because the rates are just right over there at Hunter's Creek. And that certainly is a championship golf course. I'm very familiar with the Moonlight Tour that my son, Jeff Golden, plays on, and a number of tour hopefuls that I've worked with, and and Frank McGee. Is he playing as a professional, Jay? Yeah, for four years he has been, and he's been playing on the Florida Professional Tour, the Moonlight Tour. There's a Tony Jacklin tour, and the last week he tried to qualify for the Honda, and in the pre-qualifying he shot a 70 and he made it, and in the qualifying he shot a, uh, well, he was two under after 11, and then he started pouring, and some guy made a quadruple bogey, whatever, he shot 77. But in these tour qualifyings, 66 played off. How's that? 66 didn't well, even that, get you in. Well, you know, that's uh, back in the day. You know, I think uh, your son shoots 70 there. Uh, he's got a good chance of playing, uh, you know, teeing it up in the big event. It used to be shoot par, go far. That is way gone. Yeah, that's uh, a long time ago, Jay, when we used to be players. Uh, not so much anymore. Uh, you know what? We have uh, Phil Mickelson, Player of the Month, last month. 
in February. I thought he did a great job. Phil actually won. He won uh, the AT&T National Pro-Am, and uh, he finished runner-up at Riviera. Jay, I uh, I like that. They've got now decided to have a player of the month. I like that, player of the month. That's sort of like the employee of the month right here at ESPN. <laughs> and you're in the running for that. I don't want to oh, say that my. if Holly was here, I wouldn't tell you her know, that because uh, she'd get jealous. Hey, don't start because you know Holly's listening somewhere, and uh, <laughs> we don't want to get ourselves in trouble here. But, Phil, I mean, he started out the season – and they all say this, you know, oh, I haven't been scoring, but I'm so close. I haven't. Did he miss a cut early and he played poorly and this and that? Then all of a sudden, bang, he wins. And then in Riviera, but he made Pebble Beach pretty exciting. And then Riviera, I mean, is Phil back? I don't know. Well, he likes Doral. He's wanted Doral before, right? You know, I'm, I don't believe in that. You know, I know Bob was talking about that. And, yeah. Oh, they like this course and that course. You hit a drive, you hit an iron, you hit a putt. You chip, you pitch. Some courses, okay, if there's big dog legs right and you draw every ball, okay, maybe that's not it. But I am not a believer in that. If you're a consistently good golfer at every shot, you should be able to play every course. You know what? We've got 12 days to the Tavistock Cup. 12 days, 15 days to I Bay wasn't Hill. invited to play in that. 15 days? Well, you got to live at Lake Nona or Isleworth or Bologna. one of the other uh, great no, properties don't. they you have. Don't. Yeah, they do. They, and we had like 28 days to the Masters. So, but Bay uh, Hill, I mean, th- next week is, this week is the Doral, you know. But then Tampa, right. which my son Jeff is trying to qualify for tomorrow. Transition. Yes. And, I mean, that's a big event. I mean, people that love watching the pros go over there. Uh, there aren't that many, there aren't gigantic crowds. There's a lot of good players, a great course. And then, of course, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Which, always. Which I also was not invited to play in. But you can always get a ticket. You can get on the property. Not, not free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here we go. Uh, we're going to talk to somebody that knows a little bit more uh, details than uh, really? Jay and I. We've got Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel. Hey, Jeff, you there? Hey, I, I think the sponsor invitations have yet to all go out for, for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. <laughs> Thank but you, you may Jeff. still be in the, month, in the mix there. Thank you very much, Jeff. Uh, that's see, you know, he's thinking about you. you know, the, the, all the invitations have not gone out. You get a free series of golf lessons at Winter Pines with me, but just remember, when I give a lesson, that person never comes back. <laughs> well, I don't. I know I need the lesson. I don't, I don't know about the return policy or nothing. <laughs> hey, uh, what's happening at the Sentinel there, uh, Jeff Shane? Now uh, everybody loves the Sentinel. It is the uh, the one uh, the one rag in town. And uh, come on, give us an update here. What's going on? <laughs> On the Sentinel or on the golf? Yeah, the golf uh, <laughs> Sentinel coverage. Yeah, there we go. Well, we obviously we're in, we're in the middle of the Florida swing, which is my busiest time of year. I'm going to be at uh, six events. Is that the right count? Five events in six weeks, maybe six and seven if you count the Champions Tour events uh, in Tampa that follows the Masters. But uh, I, I think we're all set up this week for kind of a kickoff to this final countdown on the Masters push. With uh, shuffling at the top, Rory McIlroy uh, taking over the number one spot. Tiger's trending pretty well. It's been just a month since Bill Nicholson won at Pebble Beach. So it looks like uh, a lot of the big names are uh, are getting their their games ready for what could be a very intriguing run up to the Masters. Okay, last, uh, last, uh, last year at, at the Masters, when Rory McIlroy shot 80, he had a big lead. His drive on 10. I mean, I don't even know where that went. Left, short, pop up. I don't know what it did. But the, to- the, the, the speech that he, the speech that he gave 
after shooting an 80. Have you ever heard a greater speech in defeat? It, 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 it's hard to, to think of one. There, there have been some pretty gracious uh, speeches after after losing, uh, even of late. You know, I, I think uh, you know Kyle Stanley uh, did a heck of a job after blowing the three shot lead on the final hole at San Diego. Lexi Thompson had a great one when uh, she was in the mix for the first time and blew up on the back nine. But but of of all of them, I think Rory. You know, Rory standing up and and kind of taking. Taking ownership of a bad Sunday, I think that was the, the first step in what became his process toward getting his game and his his mental state right for the U.S. Open. Okay, yeah, you know, we uh, whatever uh, room you're uh, wandering into there, we keep losing you. But, Jeff, you know, we always love the coverage that the Sentinel does. We do appreciate your good work. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like going back uh, old home week for you down there in Miami, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, it's 12 years in South Florida when I uh, worked for the Miami Herald and uh, had, it, had uh, the golf beat and the football beat there. A little bit different now, but a lot of familiar faces, and uh, it's hard to go anywhere without uh, being stopped and shaking somebody's hand from back in the past. Well, oh, just... wow. He's, he's kind of like Donald Trump. Now, Trump, <laughs> Trump moved into the neighborhood. Oi, there goes the neighborhood. Oi, vey. So, uh, yeah, we were talking to uh, Bob Herrig about that. And, you know, hey, listen, if you see a deal, you got the money, buy it, right? What's the deal? <laughs> hey, and, and he, he timed the thing absolutely perfect. Uh, yeah, let's face it, Doral has gone through a couple of poor runs of ownership by, uh, by its last two owners. And, and uh, when you can buy a, uh, a resort with the name value of Doral in a great, cosmopolitan city like Miami, and you can get it for $150 million, you've struck a heck of a deal. There's just no two ways about it. He's going to drop more, he's going to drop more money into renovating the place than he is in the purchase price. How about that? That's unbelievable. When you got that kind of money to operate like that, that's pretty strong. Now, uh, what do you see happening down there, uh, Jeff? Uh, can we get a little update there? Well, I, I think that... Uh, uh, you know, we get a little bit of a continuation. At least that's our expectation. We're going to get some continuation of what we saw over the weekend at Honda. Rory McIlroy's game, it's hard to fault anything in his game of late. Uh, 11 top five finishes in his last 12 starts. Uh, a solid win at Honda. Uh, and, and the park saves that he made to stay one step ahead of everybody, I, I think he showed that he has, you know, kind of shored up some of the weaknesses in his game. I'm sure Dave Stockton was looking at uh, at Sunday at Honda and with a smile on his face after the work that uh, they had done together. Uh, obviously, Tiger will put a jolt of electricity through uh, any crowd with a 62, and he's won here three times. Uh, it, it's a little bit different Doral than than what he. Uh, the one that he won on, just in terms of the greens were redone after his last victory. So he found a little bit of a uh, problem there, but hey, a guy shoots 62, and the guy, you know, as uh, John Hawkins over Golf Channel is famed to say, you know, Tiger doesn't just move the needle, he is the needle. So uh, there's going to be a lot of anticipation for both those sets around tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch, you know, and they've got the pairings right. And, uh, Jeff, we only got a couple of minutes, so, uh, what do you think, uh, who's gonna pull, you know, uh, Watney is the defending, uh, champ here last year, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and he had a great showdown with, uh, Dustin Johnson on the back nine, held off, uh, 
held off Dustin over the the last couple of holes and sank a uh, key putt for him on 18 uh, that, that he really needed to uh, just stay ahead of Johnson, you know, prevent that old, you know, bogey birdie, uh, you know, two-shot swing at the end. But uh, you know, Watney's, Watney's one of those players where he's solid and, and, and he wins events, you know, some of the better events around. He also won the AT&T National last year, which is against a pretty good field. Uh, but he's such a quiet guy that you sometimes you don't notice how he's going about his business. So all of a sudden he shows up and, and you see that he's made five birdies on the day. Yeah, so uh, who do you like this weekend, Jeff? Well, I'm conflicted in a lot of ways because uh, Lori is playing so well that it's hard to pick against him, but we all know how hard it is to win back-to-back weeks anywhere on the PGA Tour. Unless your name is Tiger Woods, it doesn't happen very often. Look at what happened with Mickelson at Riviera a few weeks ago. So I'm kind of shying away from that. Uh, but Lee Westwood has played very well, and he's got a, he's got just as hot a putter as, uh, as Tiger and, and McElroy, I think. And he's coming in with some good vibes. Uh, I, I do like the way Watney plays around here. Because, uh, you know, he had the showdown with Mickelson a couple of years ago. He plays well, uh, in, in good fields. Uh, it, it could, it could be, it, it could be any one of, uh, any one of a number of guys' years. I've been kind of going through, uh, going, going through some of the names and, and haven't really, haven't really found anybody to settle on because we've, we've got just a lot of guys playing well right now. You know, uh, we're talking to uh, Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel. Thanks a lot, Jeff, for all your coverage in the paper and with the Golf Insiders. We do appreciate it. I love the Lee Westwood pick. Lee got jacked last week, and uh, I think he's about ready. He's about due. And uh, you're listening to the Golf Insiders on 1080 ESPN Radio. We'll be back in a minute with Todd Lewis. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. 
Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing. And then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Bianco in the Caddy Shack here on Cimarron Boulevard. You're listening to the Golf Insiders on uh, WHOO 1080 ESPN. Jay? WHOO. Who? Whoa. <laughs> wow. That reminds me. I have That's to uh, rent the movie Dumb and Dumber the way we just did that. Well, you know, Jay, we do have uh, something in common. We're both North Florida PGA members. That's proud. Did proud. You, did you do your compensation survey? Yes. Rich, two points there. Yeah. Rich Smith is after me, and uh, yes. I have yet to do it. I also put in someone, uh, Rod Perry, who was pretty much the number one player in the North Florida section for a long time. He nominated me for Teacher of the Year, baby. No kidding. You don't have to drop your pen when I no said kidding. that. No kidding. Hey, it's about time. I mean, you paid fainted. your dues. I mean, have you ever won that before? No. You've been doing it for years. I know. You know, it's a toss-up between you and A Minute a Day with Vince Calais. There it is. I got it in. Yeah, you and Vince Calais. I mean, you've been doing that uh, dog and pony show but over I've there been, yeah. at Winter Park Pines I forever. teach at the Pines. I teach at the Pines there. It's a great place for those of you that want to play a golf course, Winter Pines. In Winter Park, say hello to Jay Golden. PGA. Hey, and you know what? That's a that's a golf course that's been around for quite a few years. There used to be a rumor that it was the number one played course in the United States. Actually, it was number three in Florida, and they would now they would have two hundred fifty three hundred rounds a day, just morning till night, play, play, play. And uh, it's open to the public. Yeah, it's not as crowded now. You could get tee times. It's open, and it's you can walk. Always in good condition. You could you could run. You can walk, you can bring your pole cart and uh or rent can, one. Yeah, or you can take uh one of the uh club cars or uh, easy go, whatever they got. That's right. Anyway, uh it's a great little golf course. What it is, is it? Par sixty seven. The front nine is a, a good thirty six. The back nine has less of a par, but with two hundred and ten yard par threes, uh it's harder to shoot yeah. even par in the back you know, than it is and, on the front. Hey, and that's our spotlight moment for uh Winter Park Pines. We're giving them uh some airtime tonight here on I know. Uh, ESPN Radio. How about that? That's big, pretty good. That's big. Jay Golden style right there. With my there. son, Greg Golden, who's doing publicity for them now. No way. Yeah. Greg Golden. Yeah. Jeez, the list just keeps growing you over got here. That. And my daughter, Jill, who's married, but she was teacher of the year in the fifth grade at Aloma Elementary School. And the year before, <laughs> my wife, Robin, in the kindergarten was teacher of the year. Two consecutive years, mother, daughter, teacher of the year. I say it's a Florida record. No way. Is she still married to you? Yes. She still had, <laughs> she's still married to you. That God bless I'm that just, woman. She I'm, deserves a medal. I'm just not allowed to speak at home. But other than that. <laughs> 
Well, uh, communication, uh, that's the problem. Oh, she there, tells me everything she's thinking. Oh, well, God bless that woman. She deserves a statue, as a matter of fact, in Winter Park, <laughs> right downtown. Uh, well, we were going to bring on uh, uh, Todd Lewis. Now, we, uh, we've we lost him in airspace somewhere. What? Todd is lost in space? Yeah, he used to sing in, in space. space. You know, I, I at these celebrity outings, you know, I entertain some celebrity outings, and I have this thing for people to fill out, most memorable moments. Dr. J, Sam Jones, Jerry Cooney, uh, so many people over the years. So Todd Lewis, he fills it out. He was the opening act. He was a singer in, in a rock and roll band, and at some big venue, he was the opening act for some gigantic group. No kidding. Did really? He, was he a big hair band? I don't know. Wow, this is unbelievable. We're ripping on Todd Lewis. We're not right ripping, now. man. No, I can just he see can him. Hit he the had the big hair, and he was a lead guitarist. That we'll would be ask funny. Him. That we'll is ask too him. funny. Oh yeah, we're gonna get right down to we'll it. Because hey, he was a sportscaster here in Orlando for years. I was on that show with him. You know, I've seen you on shows here in Orlando. Not that by the good, way, huh? That's, we're talking to Jay Golden. This guy's world famous yeah, over here. Local celebrity. But Todd Lewis, so I'm on the show with him in the morning, right? This yeah. is the, my, I have a few regrets in show business. This is one of them. We're doing this thing early in the morning and I hit, he hits a shot. It hits a thing. It hits him in the head and he falls down to the ground. And I didn't say, hi, Jay Golden, the new host of the morning show. I didn't, I still regret it. Are you kidding me? It really happened. That, you ask him. Are you, are you embellishing the story at all? Ask him. All right. Now here we go. We've got, uh, Todd Lewis. Todd Lewis is uh, kind enough to uh, visit with us here on the Golf Insiders. Todd, how are you? I'm good, and it's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, I, I still, can't believe I this. Still, I, why didn't I no, say, wait, wait, wait. hi, I'm Jay Golden, the new host of the Jay. morning show, Todd. <laughs> Todd, Jay has been telling stories. Now, what, you were in a uh, lead singer in a band somewhere? Yeah. And, that, uh, and when I said to fill out your most memorable moments at, at the Chris DeMarco <laughs> tournament, you wrote that as your most memorable moment. Which one? That's well, singing in the band, be, being, being, uh, being yeah. the opening act. I think that you were the opening act for a big group. Yep, R.E.M. There oh, it is, wow, folks. that's impressive. Hey. Todd, did you have the long hair and the ripped up jeans? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> that's why I didn't last in the band very long. Uh, but that, it was fun. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't the most terrifying experience. The most terrifying experience is when I, I sing the National Anthem for a Magic Game. What? Uh, when wow. I, yeah, I think the National Anthem wow. for a couple of Magic games when I was a uh, sports anchor for one of the local stations in town. And uh, I, I was terrified, not because the song was difficult. It was actually perfectly in my range, but <laughs> I, was go I was scared I was going to forget the word. Of course. <laughs> and, <laughs> so you, and you can't, I guess, being on the air at, at the station that I was working at, you can't just go back into obscurity i'd be always like oh that's the sports guy who forgot the words the national anthem and with all of your fans that are listening right now you have to sing three notes of some song a oh, one one two go todd go it ain't happening well, he, at the end did you see he said it ain't happening that was great that was it no way his that's, in it. that's in his comfort hey, zone appreciate you playing along with us uh todd uh you know and and jay is going to drag you along uh you know i'm dragging him nowhere todd your interviews with tour players when they finish the round are excellent your questions are excellent your follow-up questions are excellent you're at the top of your game man well, and i wanted to thank you and jay you sent me a nice email to, to compliment me on that too and i appreciate it, it it's you know 
Finally, I think uh, you, you, you put in the legwork. When I first started the Golf Channel, the first thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to walk up and down the range and make sure I, I said hello to, to the players and their caddies and their managers because, like in any business, you have to have good relationships. And, um, yeah, and, and working for the Golf Channel, especially now, I guess carries some cachet. I've said this many times. The players watch the Golf Channel. The wives watch it more. So, because they're talking about their guys, um, so they watch. I mean, Tiger, Tiger watches Golf Channel just about every day, if not every day. So, these players want to keep up with what's happening in the game. They want to keep up where they are in the in the media, and as far as the fans go, and and we, are, of course, are the perfect vehicle. Hence the name, the Golf Channel. So, it's been fortunate that you know, after some, spending some time over the years on the range, that I, I have been able to establish some relationships, but it's not exclusive to me. I mean, Steve Sands, Whit Watson, uh, anybody that you plug in and put them out there, Kelly Tillman, uh, Frank Nablo, I mean, we, we all do it cooperatively. So it, it's it, we're in a good place, and we, we think that right now that the golf, well, just the game of golf, and especially on the PGA Tour and European Tour worldwide, is just exploding right now with great storylines. So it's a fun place to be. You know, and I can see where uh, when you're in the press conference room and you're asking that pointy little question where you might get that look from a certain player, then and, the, and then you kind of wish you could take that back, which I think happened last week with Tiger. Somebody asked a question, and it, it seemed a little off-color or whatever. He didn't appreciate it, let's say. Well, it wasn't off-color. It was actually very fair question. I mean, it's, there's some responsibility for the player, too, to understand that they are getting asked fair questions. And I, I don't, I, I, I think last week was, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate. We are not out to tear these players down. If anything, we're out to elevate them because it's good for the game. It's better for us to keep our jobs. <laughs> it's better for you guys to keep your show as long as the game keeps, keeps growing. Um, I, I just don't understand sometimes that there is animosity towards media, and maybe with that particular media person with Tiger that there was some history there. But you, know, you, you can be civil. You can, you know, he could have he could have easily spun that. I'll say this, and I was talking about this with some colleagues of mine. You know, when he was asked about, "Hey, Tiger, were you seriously considering joining the armed services in some capacity?" He could have easily said, "You know, I've always admired." the United States Armed Forces, since my father was a part of it, and I spent four or five days at Fort Bragg working with these wonderful men and women, and you know, I, I realized that I, I can't get to that level. Did I think about joining them? I may have thought about how, you know, what kind of a person I have to be to get to that level and what, how much work it, it may take to get to that level, but I, I, I just have so much admiration for the men and women that, that support our country. He would have been a hero. Yeah, good answer. He would, looked, he would have been a hero, but instead, it, it, you know, it comes, becomes combative, and you know, and it's just, it's just, it's just a different way to handle those things. And and you know, hopefully, he'll mature into that. But so. Todd, if someone says that they do not want to speak to uh, on a particular topic, I you know, I don't want to talk about anything in my book. 
And then some, and that was, and he said that after someone already asked him something about that. Personally, even if he wanted to go into the military, I don't see why that's such a big deal anyhow. So that's his right, and it would have been a wonderful thing to do if that's what he wanted to do. But, but do you think that the media has a responsibility if he says, I do not want to talk about this topic, and then they ask about it? Well, I, I mean, I see that point too, absolutely. I, I'm just saying whether or not, it just could be civil. You know, you don't need to be calling me by names. <laughs> you know, you don't need to be snipey. I, I don't think the reporter was being that way. And maybe the reporter, you know, should have pressed him. I, I'm, I'm not there to judge that, too. I mean, I, I, I will say this. I was in that press conference, and the first question was about the book. Tiger, can we get your reaction to the excerpts that were released today? Tiger said, I'm not talking about it. Then he was asked the second question. Are you sure you don't want to talk about the excerpts that were released today? No, I don't want to talk about it. The bigger question was, if you remember those excerpts that came out, was that Tiger Woods was, according to Hank Haney in his book, was thinking of becoming a Navy SEAL. Not just, you know, any, I mean, a Navy SEAL. And that is the question. Tiger, were you really thinking about becoming a, a Navy SEAL? Not, I don't want to get your reaction to the excerpts coming out. You're right. He did react to the fact that this book is coming out. He, he spoke on that in Dubai. We didn't need to hear that again. We wanted to know, is this true? You were thinking about leaving your Hall of Fame golf career to join the armed forces, the elite of armed forces in the Navy SEALs. That's, that's the most prominent question. So. I, I mean, I don't. You know, that's a. It is. It's a tough press room question. I'm sorry, Todd. I didn't mean to drag you into that. We will. We will never invite you to a karaoke uh, event. And uh, uh, Todd, can you give us an update, please, real quick on uh, what we can uh, look forward to this week on the Golf Channel and the coverage? Well, you're looking forward to a great golf tournament. I mean, the storylines, as I mentioned, have been tremendous throughout the PGA Tour season, and then Rory ascending to number one, Tiger. You know, disregard the book stuff. He seems like he's coming back into form of that 62 on Sunday. You got the top 50 players in the world. You got all those things that happened at the Honda Classic now going a little farther south. And then we're going to add Hunter Mayhand and Phil Mickelson into the mix. So it's going to be fantastic. Our golf coverage, uh, begins, I believe, at 2.30 on Thursday. Uh, cranks up again. We'll have early round weekend coverage. Uh, beginning at 11.30 on Saturday and 12.30 on Sunday. And then, of course, you can see it also on Golf Channel and NBC on the weekend as well. So it's going to be a fun event because that golf course, the rally in Sisbury Monster, it's actually the easiest of the golf courses on the Florida swing. So you're going to see a lot of birdies. And you're going to be there. I, I'm not going to be there. I'm in a secret location right now <laughs> that I cannot tell you. <laughs> or you'll have to kill me. Okay, yeah. Todd, we uh, we love you. We appreciate your coverage, and uh, we appreciate your participation here on the Golf Insiders. We'll be right back. Thank you so much, Todd Lewis. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. 
We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the Full Release Reverse Grip from Field Golf. The Full Release Reverse Grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The Full Release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my Muni, I think it's nice. Hey, we're back. Jay Golden, Rich Bianco here in the Caddyshack at Cimarron Boulevard. We've got uh, a couple minutes here. We're going to have actually have a chance to uh, talk to Mary Bryant. And uh, Mary Bryant's the uh, assistant golf coach at University of Central Florida Knights. Not only that, but... The girly Knights. Oh, yeah. But she played on the tour for a very long time. I'm not sure if she won. I know she had a few second-place finishes, but was a, a real force on the LPGA and played for many years and, and teaches and taught. Hey, she was the voice of M- NBC, NBC. Uh, coverage there. She has done a lot of great things in golf. Hey, Mary, are you there? Hey guys, yeah, good to talk to you. Hey, Mary. Uh, first of all, I got to tell you, they might take offense to being called girly nights, you know. <laughs> the gal nights, the lady <laughs> nights. I'm sorry, the lady no, nights. No, they're just nights. It's not lady <laughs> nights anymore. <laughs> well, but uh, it's a nice retirement job. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Well, that's uh, that's awesome, Mary. You know what? Uh, and the the best thing is, is you know, actually, maybe you can have a little uh, positive influence on some of these kids down the road, Mary. Well, I hope so. How how are they doing? The uh, good. the the, Great. the nights. Um, it's been a great year. Uh, we started out the year 100th in the country, and as of this last Tuesday, we are now 37th in the country. Hey, that's a pretty, uh, pretty good leap. Yeah. Leap. And uh, yeah. have they been playing? I mean, uh, tournaments anywhere? Where have we? Yeah, uh... we were in Hilton Head last week. Um, we played. There are 15 teams, and uh, 10 of the teams are ranked uh, in close in the top 20. And we beat uh, like I think 12 or 13 of those teams. We finished fourth. Wow. And uh, we won a tournament this fall. We beat a lot of the Big Ten schools. We've got three freshmen, a sophomore, and a junior playing. So 
lot of potential. Are they long hitters? Yes. There are a couple of them that they're 260 off the tee easily. Nice. You know, Mary, that's got to be fun for you because you probably get to go back to some of your old uh, neighborhoods where you actually competed. Yeah, and it is fun for me. I mean, in a lot of different ways. Some of the golf courses we played, uh, for instance, English Turn in New Orleans, I did a broadcast down there when I was broadcasting for the PGA. And Hilton Head, we played Long Cove last week, which I think is the best golf course on the island. A great golf course, and it's really fun. I, you know, I will say it tires me out a little bit, but the kids are great. They're good students. They get a, a three, four, um, a scholastic grade average, and they're just, they're great, they're great girls. And this is spring break this week, so, uh, um, it, it's kind of nice to have a couple days Mary, off. Mary, are you carrying on with the girls? I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> is that allowed? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, it is spring break, Mary. Are you, uh, oh, getting no, your spring break teaching. on? I've been teaching Grand Cypress the last three days, so I, I'm, I'm still busy. But they're up, uh, they're over on the beach with a condo or something having their fun, so, which they deserve to have fun for a few days, but we jump right back into it on Sunday. Do you do so, much teaching? Mm-hmm. I do a lot of teaching, Jay. Uh, I'm one of the instructors down at Grand Cypress. I do golf schools down there and individual lessons, and, nice. uh, I taught, you know, I'm pretty much taught all over the world and done clinics around the world, and, and, uh, I enjoy it. I, you know, he is to make people enjoy golf and, and make it simple for them, which I know you understand. Yeah. And uh, that'd be uh, Jay Golan over at uh, Winter Park Pines. Yeah, he gets his lessons in. Hey, mm-hmm. Mary. And, uh, I teach five-year-olds and two, two are hopefuls, no one in between. Mary, what else you got for us? Give us a little update. We only have a minute left. Well, I mean, there, there are a lot of good things going on in the LPGA right now, too. I mean, we just played over in Australia and then Thailand, and now they have the first tournament in the States next week in Phoenix. And uh, a lot of good play going on there, so it's going to be a good year. There are five more tournaments this year for the LPGA. A lot of things going on. And I don't know, it just seems to me like golf is just stepping up a little bit. There seems to be more interest in, in golf all the way around and a little more activity. So it's a great time for the game of golf right now. All right, well, we're talking to uh, Mary Bryan here. She's the assistant golf coach at, uh, for the U, uh, UCF Knights. Hey, Mary, we do appreciate you calling in tonight and sharing a little bit with us. Uh, we're about to head out of the uh, Caddyshack, Jay Golden and I, and uh, we're going to uh, check in with you later. Do appreciate hey, it, Mary. Good. Thank Thanks, you very much. Nice to talk to you guys. I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Hey, we got uh, Bob Herrig. We have to thank uh, from ESPN.com and uh, Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel. Todd Lewis from uh, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll, and USA. Jay, it was very nice of you to come in and uh, take Holly's place tonight. And uh, Holly, we hope you're doing all right over there in Tampa. Really, and you did a great job. You you did a great job. Nice going. I mean, I've seen you uh, in action, and I've seen you in lack of action. And I think that you are an excellent host. And telling us about Hunter's Creek, which is a championship golf course. If you want to play a tough golf course, of course you could play it from up tees, but but I do know that when the Moonlight Tour, Frank McGee's Moonlight Tour, which is a Central Florida tour that should be in the Guinness's Book of World Records because Frank McGee runs approximately 200 tournaments a year, professional, even though amateurs and women and seniors could also play in it. But for the last 15 years, 200 tournaments a year. Yeah, usually those uh, those uh, smaller tour kind of uh, things don't last that long. Oh. I mean, they come and go. There have been millions of them in uh this guy's stood the test of time. Congratulations. And it's in Central Florida. And 
And his hey, philosophy, they do a good job. They do and why a- they call it moonlight, because instead of paying the $1,000 entry fees, it's $100. And if you want to moonlight as a pro, let's say during the day you're a substitute teacher in junior high school. <laughs> <laughs> and then once in a while you want to play in a professional tournament for $100, or, or the strong amateurs also. That's what's so great about the Moonlight Tour. And you're competing as a professional. And there are tour players that play on it. Patrick Sheehan, Rob Oppenheim. That's a good My place son to, Jeff, you know, holy mackerel. Get, uh, get your game up to speed. You know, if you need to play some competitive rounds, oh, now yeah. you have a chance to play uh, competitively Absolutely. at uh, places like Hunter's Creek. You now, know, I, know, I know that you don't talk about this much, but I know that you've had some success in golf. Tell us about some of your best victories, most memorable moments. I know you've had some. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> competing as a professional. He always coughs when he starts lying. You know, competing as a professional in Central Florida, yes. you can't, uh, you know, it doesn't take long to find a golf professional around here in Central Florida. Everybody knows. There's me. no other place in the world that has better mini tour tour hopefuls in Central Florida. Yeah, there, you know, and if you want to compete, this is He's where He's avoiding come. the question this about winning. This is where winning. you come. Yeah, and actually, uh, the uh, 2008 yes. won the uh, senior uh, East Central Chapter Championship. Nice going. Yeah, it was. It was a championship that I won. Mm-hmm. And, uh, What's the biggest prize money you ever won in a tournament? And that was thousand uh, dollars. And that's the most you ever won in one tournament. That was it. Nice, nice. And it was a good day for me. You know, it was good two days. Had a great caddy, Sherry Dion. She's fighting a good fight with breast cancer uh, right now. God bless. And uh, yeah, she's a good girl, and uh, she was a great caddy. We had a great time, and managed to pull one out of the hat. Winner, nice. winner, chicken dinner. Winner. Win- did you make that up? That's like a no, great saying. No, no, no. That was uh, yeah, well used, well worn. Really. But uh, here we are at the end of the show. Uh, Nick finally fell out of the helicopter, landed right here on the Caddyshack. Uh, nice. Uh, and Brian's already out the door screaming wow. down uh, Cimarron. Uh, good luck to you, my friend, at Winter Park Thank Pines. You. And uh, you too. Give him hell. I'll try. See you next week.